Em, can you believe we are in our third season of Interview Boss? Not really. It's crazy. But that means there are over 90 episodes we've made. (gasps) Oh my God. Scrolling through all of our episode titles, you might miss an episode that actually is exactly what you're looking for. Yes, we get so many messages of people asking us to do an episode on something and we're like, we already have. So we've put together playlists to help you find the episodes that are best suited to you. If you're applying for jobs, we have episodes about resumes, cover letters and job ads. If you've been offered your dream job, we have episodes on resigning, exit interviews and how to impress at your new company. Yes, and we even have a playlist for if you have an interview like tomorrow and you need just our most recommended episodes, just the ones you really need between now and then. Exactly. It is all there for you. You can browse by category. Check out the playlist at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash podcast. Improvise, adapt, overcome. If they're not doing it, they have no place in 2022. Hey everyone and welcome back to Interview Boss. My name's Emma, I'm a radio journalist who's teamed up with my sister to give you advice, inspiration and support when you're looking for a new job. Sarah is a HR and recruitment professional and together we're excited to give you guys all the tips, tricks and behind the scenes knowledge to help you in your career. Hey Em and welcome back everyone. This week's Shoot Your Shot shout out goes to Abigail. Abigail is another one of my interview coaching success stories, I'm happy to say, and she actually landed herself an HR director role, get this, with a $30,000 pay rise. Stop it. I know. How good's that? She said she thinks it's actually the resume feedback that I give as a bit of a bonus at the end of the session that helped her get the interview for another job, not the one I was coaching her for. So congratulations, Abigail. What an awesome result. That is so good. And hey, if you want results just like Abigail, check out Sarah's one-on-one sessions. You can find out all about them at www.interviewboss.com.au forward slash coaching. And I've been chatting to people all around the world in those sessions. It's awesome. Interview Boss has gone worldwide. We're here for it. Also, little fun tidbit, every month we're going to choose one of our Shoot Your Shot shout out listeners to receive an Interview Boss gift box. And we've created them recently and they're so stinking cute. I can't wait for our first person to receive them. I know. We're going to put a photo up when our first one goes out so that you guys can see all of the goodness we've got in there. And in honour of our international listeners, we've got a few little Aussie products in there too. Yeah, we had to, you know, honour Australia. So yeah, if you liked one of our episodes, use the tip we sent you, or you want to request an episode specifically on your situation or industry, slide into our DMs and you could be that person next month. We want to hear the shooting your shot success stories. All right. Yes. I had someone slide in asking a question and when we replied, she was so excited. She didn't think we were going to reply. Guys, we reply to all of our DMs. We're not actually. Yeah. We're not that big. (laughs) I know. We don't have people for that. It's just us. So we will reply. We'll reply and we'll be stoked because like we do get messages, but only maybe like two a day. So don't feel like we're big top doggies and your message is going to get lost in the void. It's very much going to get received by us. So have a chat to us. 
Also, tell us where you're from. That blows my little mind that people are from other places. Also, international listeners, what do you think of our accents? Do you listen to us and be like, oh my God, these girls sound so funny? Like, do we say words that you go, what does that mean? Because Australians are renowned for slang. In my interview coaching sessions, I say, okay, let's practice this question. Let's go into interview mode and you can have a crack at the answer. And I'm like, I think that's a very Australian thing to say. I'm like, do they know what I'm talking about? Have a crack. (laughs) Maybe we should put a feedback box and be like, do you feel personally victimized by the weird things we say? (laughs) Anyway, let's get into it. This week's episode is going to be all about red flags in a job search. We hear all about red flags in relationships. And now we're going to hear all about the red flags in a job search. And this is a good mindset shift because it's a bit of a reminder, this topic, that an interview and the whole job search process is also about you finding the right job just as much as it is about an employer finding the right job. So these are red flags for you to decide that it's not the right job for you. Now, none of these are enough on their own. You know, if just one of these happens, you don't have to rule them out completely, but watch out for a bunch of these in conjunction. Exactly. It can be an indicator. Same as a relationship, right? You don't throw the whole man out just for one thing. Or woman or human. Or non-binary person, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Here's what to watch out for. Not preparing for your interview, being late or missing your interview. Like obviously we all hear about recruiters getting stood up by people not showing up for interviews, but do you think it's actually common for the interviewer to not show up? Because that just screams red flag. So it's definitely most common for a candidate to be the one standing the person up, but it definitely happens. Like I've seen people talk about on Twitter, they waited and waited on a video link or they turned up at the place and nobody had a record of their interview. It can be really bad. It's like, what happened? They completely forgot about me. That's a no-go. Immediate red flag for me. I mean, look, I'd be lying if I said I hadn't ever forgotten about an interview before because I definitely have. But when I have, I've pulled strings to make sure that I apologize profusely, find someone else to do the interview for me so that it can still go ahead and the person hasn't wasted their time. So I think how they respond is probably a good one as well. Yeah, it's redeemable if they really own it and try and rectify it. If they're just like, sorry, you're not in the system, have no idea what happened and then leave you high and dry. Yeah, no. Next. If they give hints or references to really long hours or overtime, This could look something like, how flexible are you, you know, with staying back? Do you have kids, even though they're not allowed to ask that, but, you know, acting like they have a big grind culture of consistently staying back. Red flag. Are you comfortable with being able to really commit to a deadline? You know, when something's due, sometimes it might require extra work. If it comes up multiple times, it's a red flag. Yeah, because in regular jobs, it's surely everyone agrees that, you know, if there's something important, most reasonable people are going to be happy to stay a little bit longer to get it done. That's a given. But if they're harping on about it as if it's the most important thing and all the time, then that's a big difference. Red flag number three, if they have no diversity, if you're heading in there and all you can see are straight white males, middle-aged men, I don't want to be there. It's a no for me. Or even like all young people or all something else, you know, like all from a particular place or university or private school, whatever it is, where there's no diversity in the team. Also, when they act condescending, like you'd be lucky to work there, like it's going to be such a privilege for you. Like, okay, well, it's also going to be a privilege for you to hire me. So get out of here with that attitude. Them kind of acting like it's a test. Like, why should we hire you? 
It's just the wrong attitude. And I think particularly in today's market where pretty much every area is candidate short, I don't think any employer who's acting like that is going to be a good one to work for. Also, this is a bit of an obvious one, but if they're showing discriminatory or inappropriate questions, as we touched on before, they cannot ask you about your gender identity, your sexuality, your marriage status. Yeah, obviously, some of this depends on your country that you are interviewing in and what the requirements are there. But these kinds of questions are generally out of bounds. Like, oh, are you engaged? Do you have a partner? When do you plan on having kids? All of that is nuts. Nope, nope, nope. Also, if they're always advertising red flag, places that have a really high staff turnover, there's a reason the people are flocking out of there. Yeah, true. And I think something to look into because there could be lots of reasons for that. They could be growing a lot. They could be in an area where they're hiring students and then all the students graduate and then they keep needing to kind of hire people. So there's other reasons, but it's a red flag. Yeah, If they badmouth the previous person or someone in the company in the interview or, you know, hiring, getting to know process, red flag. Just like how we say, if you have a bad experience with your last employer, you don't go in badmouthing saying, I left because it was just horrible. You turn it down and condense it. So if they're not doing the same thing, red flag. And imagine like hearing something in an interview like, well, the last person has left a bit of a mess. So you're going to have to do, you know, a bit of cleaning up if you came into the role. Like, oh, imagine being talked about like that. It's just not appropriate. Also, that doesn't make it sound exciting. That makes me want to run away from the job because I feel like my first day is going to be horrific. Like, mm, no. Yeah. And you can say those same kind of things. Look, unfortunately, we've had a bit of trouble finding someone really great for this role. So there's going to be a lot of kind of setting up that you'll need to do to be really transparent. You know, it's such a different way to say it and it shows a much more professional employer. So also if there's a slow, disorganized hiring process, major red flag. I think we've all been there, the type of people that maybe say, yep, we're going to get you in for an interview next week and then you don't hear anything, you chase them up and then two weeks lock it in, oh, we're going to have to change it, oh, the manager's away and this and then maybe you finally come in for an interview and you never hear back and if it's just this big colossal stressed out muck up, that's indicative of their internal systems and how things are probably going to stay when you get the job. That's exactly right. And also I've been in companies that are great to work for where it's been a disorganized hiring process for a particular role. And I think what this can be a symptom of is that the managers don't know what they're looking for because they've done a couple of interviews. The immediate manager likes the person, the one-up manager thinks that they're looking for something else and they can't agree. And so, which is why they keep going round and round. Oh, you need to come in again. We need you to do a test for us. We need two more references. It can be just a sign that they don't know what they're looking for. And if you go into a job where everyone else around you disagrees on what it is that you should be doing, oh, recipe for disaster, run. Also, if you get a different version of what the job is between the people you speak to. So if you initially get a call from the recruiter and they're telling you, you know, these are your job descriptions. Then you get in there with the manager and they've told you something almost entirely different. Then maybe you're chatting to someone in the hallway that's from the team and another version. No, because that means they don't have consensus on what your job is, meaning it's going to be chaotic when you start because you've got seven different people expecting seven different things and you're going to be like, I'm one person. What is actually my job? So red flag. Exactly. And also it might mean that there might be more surprises of other things that you didn't realize you had to do that they're going to dump on you. You don't want surprises in a job search. You just don't unless they're saying, hey, do you want 20K more money? But that never happens. So also when the interviewer struggles 
to answer the question, what do you like about working here? And if you've listened to our episode about questions to ask at the end of the interview, we often talk about how it's a good question to ask them at the end to put it back on them. Like, you know, what's been your career highlight here? What do you like here? And generally people love that question because they can easily talk about themselves. It's lovely. They can sell it a bit. But if they're clutching at straws here, red flag, bestie, you should be able to come up with a million things. You're trying to sell this to me and you're not even sold? No. I know. <laughs> I know. Imagine like their eyes gloss over and they're like, uh. I actually found this example from a tweet that I found and someone had said they asked this question and the interviewer started talking about how it was close to home. <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> like that's the only good thing about it was the location. Yeah, you know, it's 30 metres away. Sometimes I walk, sometimes I ride my bike. Really handy. Yeah. No, nah, it's good. Never mind well, the 40 hours I spend here. Just Yeah. The, the, commute, just the commute is great. <laughs> that is hilarious. Also, if they're requiring you to be full-time in the office, this can be a red flag. Now, can is important. Obviously, I'm a newsreader. I need to be in the office full-time because I don't have a newsroom at my house. But – if this is a job that can easily be done from home, there should be flexibility. You know, maybe they do like people more so being in the office because, you know, blah, 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 meetings, it's a collaborative team, whatever. But having a harsh policy of you need to be here every hour, every day. Mm. And I think this is what people are expecting. I'm seeing polls everywhere on LinkedIn that say, would you take a job that required you to be in the office five days? Everyone says no. And I think the pandemic we've had a total value shift. Like I think if we were having this conversation pre-pandemic, this wouldn't be on the list because it would be like, well, of course, that's what's expected. Like you go to work, work's at work. But yeah, we've just had an entire value shift and that's so fine. And everyone's proven that they can work from home, right? And so I think that a company who's requiring you still to be full-time in the office and they're not responding to the massive societal pressure of having some kind of flexible work, I think that shows something about how that company thinks about change, improving things, adapting. I just think that they're being a real dinosaur. Like even a lot of companies who are very backwards on work from home, they've adapted. Sure, they're not going to go from zero to fully remote, but those kind of companies are like, oh, you can work from home one or two days a week. That's where most people should be. If they're still at five days a week in the office for a job where you can work from home, red flag. Improvise, adapt, overcome. If they're not doing it, they have no place in 2022. No. If there's too many interview stages. Now, interview processes can be lengthy. Sometimes there's a pre-screening phone call, then the actual interview, then maybe you get through to a second interview and then maybe, I don't know, a test or something. But if it's excessive, if you have to do like five things before you're even halfway feel like you've got your foot in, no, like not worth it. I pulled out of an interview process for this reason. I don't think I've mentioned that before, but I got to, I think it was the fourth stage and there was going to be another one after that. And I actually asked the person who was coordinating it whether I was still competing with someone because I thought, okay, if I'm not competing with anyone and they're just kind of confirming, you know, like doing reference checks, double checking, I thought that was kind of okay. She said there were three other people already at the fifth stage or whatever. I was like, no, like this is too many steps. I don't even want this anymore. Also, I like this one. If they give desperate vibes, <laughs> if they're just like, you're amazing, you sound perfect, I would love for you to be, when can you start, you know, like red flag. I mean, it's always flattering. It's There's a fine line between at the end of an interview when you can tell they like you and they seem keen, but there's a fine line between keen and they would hire anybody. They would ask, 
do you have a neighbour? Great, bring him in. Like they, <laughs> <laughs> they're looking for you to have a skeleton and a heartbeat, really, and a brain. Yeah, and I think this is giving me big dating vibes as well. Of like when you go on a date and they're just too keen, and you're like, ah, oh, something is off about this. You don't even know me yet, like. Sure, I'm great. Like, why wouldn't you want to date me? But you don't know that yet. So why do you think that? I can't relate because I've never dated. I accidentally got a boyfriend. It's just, yeah, desperation. It's not cute. Red flag. Also, anything repeated a lot, like actually this relates to like dating and gross Instagram captions on boys' Instagrams. Anything repeated along the lines of, you know, work hard, play hard, fast paced, hit the ground running, wearing a lot of hats, Ah, no, 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 no. I think a big piece of advice that I like to give is listen to what they're telling you because they're trying to give something away. They're trying to explain what the role's like. And if you read the ad and it says fast paced and agile and words like that, and it's like in there like four or five times, like mm, it's a bit of a red flag, particularly hit the ground running. Hit the ground running is code word for throw you in there totally unprepared and then lock the door and run away and don't listen to your screams for help. You're going to give no support and they want you to work it out on your own. And hey, you might be up for that. That's fine. Like I said, these aren't reasons to turn down the job straight away. They're just red flags. There's something to be aware of if you're looking for a lot of training. A lot of besties aren't fine with that. I'm over the hustle. I am done hustling. I want to relax. I was meant to eat berries in a field. I don't know how we ended up here. So yeah, no hustling for me. I'm yeah. No hitting the ground running for Emma. No. Okay. Also bad reviews on job boards or Glassdoor. Now I'm not really familiar with these programs, but I'm guessing it's just, you know, a place jobs are posted and people can review them. Is that right? Yeah. It's like reading bad reviews on a product. Yeah. Oh my, that is so chaotic. So people get on there and they're like, Kristen is a bitch. Tea room is small, yes. would not go back. Yes. And I, I wanted to give this one a bit of context because I've been on the other side where you terminate someone for stealing or for like something inappropriate where like they've done a bad job, okay, and they've lost their job, unfortunately, but it's because of their own actions. And then they leave a really bad review and you're like, I know that this was you, Jason. <laughs> like I can tell of who you were talking about. So you need to take them with a grain of salt to a certain extent because a disgruntled employee can have a lot to say on the way out. But if they all echo the same sentiment. Exactly. You look for trends. It's like on Airbnb when you're looking at reviews of accommodation. If they all say it was too noisy at night, you know it wasn't just a car and it probably is really noisy at night. (laughs) Exactly. That's such a good example. (laughs) Because if one person says it's too noisy at night, you're like, oh, you just don't live in a city. You're probably old. Yeah, you're not used to it. (laughs) But if they're all saying it, then there might be a nightclub downstairs. (laughs) Then it is loud. It's a fact. Oh, my God. Did you see, Emma, that TikTok where the girl checked into her Airbnb and she opened the window and it was a restaurant on the other side? It was a what? It was a restaurant on the other side of her glass to their bedroom. Oh, my God, no. They couldn't see in, but they could see out into the restaurant. (laughs) That is so weird. I hope they went there for dinner. It'd be a short walk. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, and you can go through your bedroom window. And on the pictures, it photoshopped that out and put, like, the New York skyline or whatever whatever city it was. (laughs) People on Airbnb play too much. Wow. I wonder what those reviews, she didn't read the reviews because surely that's something that you would have left a review about. Like, uh, did not fail to mention there was double walled glass that we could look into the chef cooking fajitas. 
<laughs> Maybe there was no reviews. I would never book a place with no reviews. But yeah, something to think about. Obviously, they can always stack these websites with people who love working there. And I used to send out links frequently to be like, hey, everyone, we're collecting some reviews for Glassdoor. Can you please jump on and write something nice? But again, it's something to look for. Lastly, lucky last, they rush you with paperwork and don't let you read and consider. If they're shoving that contract in your face and they're like, yep, sign the dotted line, blah, 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 get it back to me tomorrow. Okay, talk to you then. Bye. And there's no room for discussions, taking your time, reading through. Red flag. This links up with our old friend back there, desperation. Or also like trying to trick you into something. Maybe there's something in the contract they don't want you to read or don't want you to pay attention to. A little clause. Go and listen to our Making It Official with Paperwork episode. About things that you should look for. Yeah. If you're clueless like me, I was clueless when I signed my contract. So no, I wasn't because I educated myself. Anything someone puts in front of you to sign, you should always read through. I think that goes without saying, even outside of the job world. But yeah, make sure you have time to consider, think about things. Yeah. Boom. There you have it. There's some red flags. Maybe next we should do some green flags. But then again, are green flags just like the polar opposite of what we've already said? So it's a bit obvious. Kind of. But I think there are other green flags that... Maybe if you're going for a job for the first time and you haven't done many interviews, you wouldn't know what to look for. I think there are good things to look for. Like when you walk through the lobby, if you're doing an in-person interview and you see the vibe of people and if they're talking to each other, that's always a really good sign. It's such a green flag. You wouldn't necessarily know to look for that though. Yeah, great. Well, there you have it. That was a fun little app. Hope you guys loved it and see you next week, besties. Thanks so much for listening to Interview Boss. If you like hearing the sound of our Aussie accents, hit that subscribe button in Apple or follow on Spotify, or better yet, tell someone about the show. That's how we hit the charts and we can help even more people. For more advice, inspiration, a supportive community and some gift box giveaways, check us out on Instagram at interviewboss. We've been your job search besties and helped you in some way. There's a cool way you can support the show. Shout us a virtual coffee. We get a huge kick out of reading all of your success stories. Head to buymeacoffee.com forward slash interview boss and shout us a cuppa. If you keep us caffeinated, we can keep the content coming. Whoa!